Welcome to TJ's Let's Talk series, which is an offshoot of his podcast from 1991 to 2021. The aim of this podcasting series is to get gay and bi men, or people who identify as gay and bi men, to talk about their mental health more openly. This series of podcasts may contain triggers for some people. This episode goes in depth regarding my mental health. Please listen with caution. I have many health conditions that I was either predisposed to have or that I have exposed myself to due to my sexual addiction. I have depression, OCD, anxiety, rage attacks, and while not a mental health condition in itself, except as a byproduct of depression, I also struggle to hold more than three tasks in my head at any given time. And if I'm interrupted in my flow of thinking, I will forget at least two of them. This alone can bring on anxiety and or anger issues. So let's begin with my depression. As I mentioned in my previous podcast, My clinical diagnosis started in 1998, when I moved back to my hometown after living in London for a short time. I have been on many medications, ranging from Prozac, which left me a walking zombie, Siroxat, which made me suicidal, Citalopram, which made me sleepy all the time, plus many more that I cannot remember at this time. Let's just say I have been on a lot. My bouts of depression always start the same, lack of motivation, My sleep pattern starts to slip, I get agitated, and if it continues without any intervention, I can slip into suicidal thoughts. Now that I have a grip on the early warning signs, I have the ability to ask for help I need before I fall back into the dark pit of depression. Moving on to my OCD. This is what the NHS has to say about the symptoms of OCD. OCD has three main elements. Obsessions where an unwanted, intrusive and often distressing thought, image or urge repeatedly enters your mind. Emotions. The obsession causes a feeling of intense anxiety or distress. Compulsions. Repetitive behaviours or mental acts that a person with OCD feels driven to perform as a result of the anxiety and distress caused by the obsession. The compulsive behaviour temporarily relieves the anxiety, but the obsession and anxiety soon return, causing the cycle to begin again. It's possible to just have obsessive thoughts or just have compulsions, but most people with OCD experience both. My OCD is hygiene specific. Moreover, other people's, or more specifically still, the hygiene of other gay men. This may sound daft when you consider I used to frequent public loos and gay adult bars. When I go out clubbing, I have to clean myself. If things go wrong in the bath, or I have used the loo one too many times, my day out may be scuffered before I start. There have been numerous occasions when, by the time I'm out of the bathroom, I just think, fuck it, what's the point of going out? Getting back to other gay men's personal hygiene, it can be as simple as my seeing a cute guy in a bar then seeing him go to the loo and come out again. 
All that is going in my mind is, is he clean down there? Has he washed his hands? Do I now even want to talk to him just in case he touches me? On dating apps, it's worse. I don't see pictures of gay men's faces. All I can think about is their personal hygiene, or the lack of it. Which means I can only last 10 minutes on these apps. It was never like this when I was taking chems, but it is now. I can only assume something happened on a few occasions. But thanks to blocking out on chems, I have no clue what that something is. What makes it worse is that I know this is stupid thinking, which of course is the worst thing about OCD. You know your thoughts are ridiculous and absurd. OCD sufferers have a strong sense of reality and self-awareness, which is why I have always maintained that OCD is the most evil of mental health conditions. You know it's stupid and there is still nothing you can do about it. Secondly, as there is no gay bar near me outside of London, the only true way to find a hubby, or even a one-night stand, is to use these apps. That makes it a lose-lose situation for me. My anxiety has more tricks up its sleeve. Assume I'm trying to go to London for a night out. If I have conquered the bathroom, it's then the travelling. I have issues with the crowds. The last thing I want is a crowded train or bus, or I have to deal with the noise on Waterloo Station. Yes, Waterloo Station is too loud, too bright and too busy for me, even at 10pm in the evening. This means I have to use headphones to listen to my own music and or play games on the phone so that I can get myself to the club. Once I'm at the club, I have a couple of pints or bottles, just so the anxiety of the travelling can subside and I am more relaxed. If any of these venues have situations beyond my control, I get angry. This anger is mainly directed towards myself. I can remember days when I could do all this without the mental somersaults that I do today. And that is incredibly frustrating. This, in turn, leads inevitably to anger. Unfortunately, if I am with someone, then that anger is pointed towards them. If I can't get myself out of a situation, I simply go into a meltdown. This often ends in a tick attack. The medications I am on don't get rid of these sensations. Chems did, which is why I was attracted to them, as well as the inherent pleasures. They gave me my old life back. I seemed, for a little while, to be in control. All an illusion, of course, but a very seductive one. In 2019, I found a hack to going to London, and that was simply to keep going to London and not fall into these traps. Every sequential London trip made the next one easier. It worked. I was going to three different venues and nearing the end of 2019 I was getting the hang of all of them. Thanks to Covid I have only gone to London three times when the lowering of restrictions allowed me. But now I have a different anxiety and that is seeing people with the face masks. All that Covid has done with my OCD is confirm my ruminations about hygiene and one thing OCD sufferers don't need is confirmation of their fears. My next episode will be looking at my Tourette's in more detail and how it impacts on what I have just described. This podcast was written, edited and produced by TJ, also known as a 90s teenager. 
You can find all my social media accounts in the podcast description and you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. All music used in this podcast is available from Purple Planet. Thank you for listening.